Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The, the, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation. And Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown, Las Vegas! With insight, opinions, and interviews. We're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, now, with the latest on your Raiders and the NFL. Your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moten. Welcome back, home stretch, Silver and Black Today. Hope you guys are all doing well. Whether you're listening to us on audio via the podcast, which is an Odyssey original podcast, or on the bet on the radio in Las Vegas on Saturday night, welcome to you as well. And for the folks on YouTube, hey, good to see you. Hope you're having fun uh, chatting with one another and telling each other like 100 times over to fire Josh McGinnis, because that's probably what's happening in the chat. But anyway, we're back. It is Momo and Scott Branson. And we are going to talk about the game on Sunday. We talked about, and you talked about in your column, Mo, about this 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 next stretch of games gives the Raiders really their 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 if you want to say soft, I hate to use that word, the softest part of their schedule, the most advantageous part of their schedule as things are sitting today. Three one and four teams and a four and one team sandwiched kind of towards the end of that. And you look what's happening here. Um, this opportunity on Sunday to face the Patriots again, a team they beat at home last year only because of the Chandler Jones miracle play. This team and Bill Belichick are in the throes of the worst set of games that this coach has seen there and that this team has seen in a very, very, very long time. Um, What do you see when you see this Patriots team and what is – what does it say to you about the Raiders' chances, especially maybe to get their offense in gear and maybe to continue to build the momentum on defense? 
Believe it or not, I see a lot of similarities between the Patriots and the Raiders' offenses right now. The Patriots are second in the league in turnovers with 11. The Raiders are tied for third with 10. So if I had to guess, we're if things continue the way they're going for both teams, specifically on offense, we're going to get a sloppy football game where the team that turns the ball over fewer times is probably going to win the game with a low score, 2016, something like that. Now, me personally, I have a Bleach Report column out today. Actually, yes, out today. And I actually picked the Raiders to win this football game 20 to 16. That's why I put the number out there. 20. As 20 to 16. <laughs> so they get their 20 points. They score two touchdowns. They kick two field goals. Daniel Carlson is back on track. And the Raiders win and still fans are still railing. Only 20 points? How can we only get 20 points against the terrible Patriots? <laughs> I will say Bill Belichick is a pretty good defensive head coach. Now his offense isn't doing him any favors right now. But you have to respect that Bill Belichick, while his drafting is very suspect, the players that he does get on the defensive side of the ball play up to their highest potential usually. So this isn't, even though the Patriots are pretty poor right now, this isn't going to be a cakewalk game for the Raiders. So as you said, I hate to use the word soft or easy when I describe any part of the schedule, but I will say it's favorable because the Patriots are just as sloppy as the Raiders when it comes to turning the ball over with their offense. Well, you, okay, so that's good. Does this... What does this game mean for Jimmy Garoppolo's future in Las Vegas? Knowing that this Patriots team, and look, it's the NFL. Every game is tough. Don't get me wrong. Even when teams are bad, it's still professional football for the most part. But Jimmy Garoppolo's second home game in a row doesn't perform great in the first game. Second game you're playing against the reeling Patriots. If he turns the ball over a ton or isn't effective again, um, what does that that say for him? and, And what could possibly happen if it goes that way? I don't actually I don't think it says much for him within the Raiders organization because I don't see them benching him long term for a rookie quarterback because you got to remember it was Joshua Daniels who handpicked this guy. He's going to mm-hmm. give him a long leash. And in, unless Jimmy Garoppolo is absolutely awful, let's say a four interception game or a three interception game with no touchdowns, then I could see, you know, his tenure as a starting quarterback being in trouble. But let's just remember that they paid him a decent sum of money. And again, he was handpicked by Josh McDaniels. So Josh McDaniels is going to try to make this work the best of his ability. But the fans, of course, would be calling for his job. They're calling for it. Some fans are calling for it right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick the Raiders, too, the first time I think I've done it since week one. And uh, But I'm going to give them 24 points, Mo. I think, I think they're going to come out. I think this is the game that Josh Jacobs gets on track. I thought that with the Packers. I was wrong. But I do. Like we I, said I, that for some for three reason, straight weeks. Yes, probably. And because uh, I believe I believe in you, Josh. <laughs> but but I, I also think there's going to be people out there who say, well, you're, you're just hammering Jimmy Garoppolo and you say they're going to score 24 points. Yeah, because I think I think the Patriots are that bad. But I also think that um, that, that this might be the perfect opportunity for them to get it on track. If they don't get it on track, if they lose this game at home to the Patriots. Things are going to get ugly. I really do believe that um, because even though they're in this nice stretch, if you can't do that, if you can't beat them at home, and they barely did last year, they shouldn't have beat them at home last year if it wasn't for Jacoby Myers, and now he's a Raider. So we'll see all those stories coming up uh, this week as well. But to me, that's that's where they're going to be. But my question now is, just to jump out of it a little bit, is the hoodie done? Do you think, I mean, all this conversation now is starting to build and I'm going on later today with the guys uh, with the New England podcast, Six Rings and Football Things. And um, I just wonder, I wonder because, you know, you've always looked at him as untouchable, his relationship with Robert Kraft. 
But also, Robert Kraft has his own ego. And if his team has looked as poor as it has over the last several weeks, you start to maybe wonder, is it time to say goodbye? Uh, a lot of people want to assert it's because Tom Brady's not there and it was all Tom Brady and wasn't Bill Belichick. I don't believe that. But there there comes an end to everything, Mo. Nothing is forever. I wrote a column up on Bleacher Report Sunday night, and I said the time the clock has started ticking on Bill Belichick's time in New England. I, I think if New England you know, wins five or six games or they have a top 10 pick, I, I think they turn it over and they get a new head coach in there because, as I briefly mentioned, look at the Patriots' draft history. Oof. They can't. They they don't know how to draft wide receivers at all. Yeah. At all. I can't. I can't remember the last wide receiver that the Patriots have drafted that has been a consistent contributor anywhere in the league. Not alone. Not just the Patriots, but anywhere else. So there's a draft issue, and Bill Belichick is a de facto GM over there. I know he had Dave Ziegler and other guys, Nick Casario, over there helping him out. But the buck stops at his desk. He's making all the decisions there, or most of the decisions there. So if the Patriots are a poor drafting team. That starts and stops with Bill Belichick. And if you want to better draft the team, you're going to have to move on from him. Yes, absolutely. What about, uh, I wanted to close out a little bit here on the show talking about, and I know you wrote about this, um, uh, possibilities for trades in the NFL, especially with the Raiders. Uh, the trade deadline's at the end of the month. So we still got a few weeks left. So uh, at what point, at what record do you have to sit, Mr. Moten, if you're Dave Ziegler and you start thinking about trading now, we know at least by reports or at least assumed they're trying to move Hunter Renfro, which is not going well because they don't highlight him and and they're going to probably have to give up too much to get rid of him and his $14 million, which is to me, that's GM malpractice, by the way. And um, is there anything out there? I mean, the Raiders, if, if they win, if they if they sit at four and three, do they have to think about going out and getting without a doubt, a defensive end and say, hey, we're at four games. Yeah, we're about halfway there in the season or a little less than that. Uh, do we make a run at it or do we say, you know what? This team is developing. We're not going anywhere and we're not going to trade any of our draft capital. Well, reading the tea leaves from Diana Rossi's report over at, over at The Athletic, the Raiders have already made calls for a veteran pass rusher. So I expect them to bring in a veteran pass rusher regardless of what their record is, because you got to remember, they let go of Chandler Jones and expect him to be there for the remainder of the season and hopefully next season. Now that's that's completely done. So they're going to, in my opinion, they're going to bring in another veteran at some point, whether it's this week, next week, or the following week. But the Raiders are 2-5 and five after that Lions game on Monday Night Football and the trade deadlines the next day on Halloween. You're sitting at 2-5 and five with three consecutive losses, two of them to bad football teams. Then there there might be other guys on the trade block. And I would say of, of all the of the big name guys, I would say possibly Josh Jacobs, especially if the run game doesn't pick up by that time. You're probably not going to pay Josh Jacobs next offseason. So why not trade him and get draft capital for him right now? Yeah, it's a good point. And I think that and and you don't want the Raiders to be in that position. Obviously, if you're a fan and 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 us covering them, we don't want to be in that position either, because it's not a not a good time. But yeah, the, the the buying though it has to be someone. If they go get a veteran defensive end, Mo, it's got to be somebody that's going to stick around for a while. So somebody who's got a deal, who's who's an A level player, who's going to be around, right? You you're not going to go out and give up a player or a player in capital for a guy you're renting in a season. You're probably not going to make the playoffs anyway. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. It, it all depends how the Raiders feel about their roster at the time of the trade. So let's say the Raiders win their next two games, and all of a sudden now they're 4-3. and three. They may take a rental guy because they say, well, who knows what could happen for the rest of the season. We're sitting here at 4-3 and three with the winning record. We built some momentum. We finally scored more than 18 points. The defense is playing well. We've got a shot. Let's not forget that there's an extra playoff team in each conference now. There's seven playoff teams. So that team that usually wouldn't make the playoffs at 8-9, eight, 9-8 nine, nine and eight, now is in. And I remember, I'll go back to this again. I remember in 2021 when the Raiders were slumping late in the season. I know it was the COVID year, and I was putting out Raider playoff scenarios, and people were like, Mo, you're wasting these time with these stupid playoff scenarios. The Raiders are not going to make the playoffs, and they made the playoffs. Now, they lost against the Cincinnati Bengals, and they had some help from playing backup quarterbacks, but they won the football game. So my point to that is you just never know what's going to happen, especially when you have a winning record in the middle of the season. You're right. I mean, a 17-week season, it's it's a really long time. And, you know, we're entering week six, so we're not even halfway there yet. And you're right. Things can change. Injuries can happen, as we saw in Minnesota this week, right? Injuries in, in Miami. Now, Miami happens to be loaded at running back. So Devon H. ain't going out. Um, it hurts them, clearly. And it's it sucks for the kid because he's such a talented young guy. And it was exciting to watch him. But you just never know what's going to happen. Uh, with that and what's going down with with that mo tell everybody what you got going uh the rest of this week and weekend uh up on bleacher report up on sports not and of course make sure everybody knows how to find your bleacher report live up on sports not i got five trade targets for the raiders focusing on defensive linemen edge rushes defensive tackles who can help max crosby get to the quarterback I won't be on Bleach Report Live until after the Raider game on Sunday against the Patriots. So regardless of what happens, I'll break it all down with anyone who's on the live app in the chat box. We'll talk about it. Hopefully the Raiders can score over 18 points and we can have some more positive in the chat <laughs> because it, it. I'm telling you, Scott, it was you would think the Raiders lost the game the way oh, people I know. reacted to that Packers uh, win on Monday Night Football. Yeah. And, and let me ask you this question, a wild card question. And it's hard to tell what they're doing because... The Los Angeles Rams, as far as I can re- remember, even going back to the old days before you were even born, Mo, they would they did a lot of buying of good teams. They would go out and spend the money, try to make a run at it, and then be bad for a few years and then do it again. 
they weren't a big build through the draft franchise ever, even under the other ownership with the Frontier, Georgia Frontier. Now with Stan Kroenke, who's got more money than everybody except Elon Musk, perhaps, um, <laughs> they're in a position, they're performing a little better, but they could very easily find themselves by the trade deadline in a situation where it's looking grim. Is Aaron Donald a guy that could be moved this year? I think he is. I'm I remember this go past, to the Raiders, but if I'm the Raiders, I yeah, yeah. I remember this past offseason where the trade rumors around Aaron Donald popped up, and I would say, as a GM, your job is to make all those calls whether you think you're going to get a, a no or not. Right. Even if you know you're going to get a no, you ask anyway because then you find out what the market is because then. Things change, things happen. Maybe six months later, three months later, you call them back and they're open to a trade deal. But man, Aaron Donald in the middle of that Raiders offensive line with Max Crosby on the outside, man, that would be that would be a dream come true right there. But I, I would say Aaron Donald probably not on the market because the Rams, while their record is two and three, they're very competitive and they have yeah. a very good wide receiver duo with Cooper Cup and Puku Nakua and Matt Stafford maybe on the back end of his career, but as long as he stays upright, I believe the Rams have a chance in the NFC. They do no, and the quarterback play from Stafford still doing still doing well. I mean, they're 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 performing higher than. But I will also say, and I said this on our Sports Not NFL Playbook podcast uh, that ran earlier today as well, that um, my the Seattle Seahawks. I told you they would do well. Now the 49ers, they're not going to catch the 49ers. I don't think that happens. But in the NFC, from a wild card perspective, watch the Seattle Seahawks. We'll see how they do uh this weekend and how they do uh moving forward but but pretty good team pretty good team there uh, all right mo well that's gonna do it for our thursday show there you go mo picks raiders 20 to 16 i said 24 to 10 24 to 10 they're gonna hold the defense is gonna have a nice day you're gonna see zappy yeah, by the I second half you, <laughs> you see zappy <laughs> by the second half mac jones mo is no longer the president of the mac jones fan club right you know what the funny thing is? I still think Mac Jones could be a decent quarterback simply because we saw it his rookie year. Mm -hmm. He could be a decent quarterback. And lo and behold, he was a decent quarterback under Josh McDaniels nonetheless. So for the people <laughs> criticizing Josh McDaniels, Mac Jones has never looked any better after McDaniels left New England. So I Maybe think they could the trade part. before the game. Garoppolo straight I up would, and just... It's, it's scary because, and I'll, and I'll give some context, you know, you look at the interceptions, and I understand not all interceptions are on the quarterback. If you look at some of Mac Jones' interceptions, and this is not an excuse for Mac Jones, but some of those interceptions are off the receiver's hands. Like, there's nothing oh, he yeah. can do about it. Like, he was on target, but the receiver just couldn't pull it in. Just like Lamar Jackson last Sunday. Lamar Jackson, his box store stats looked terrible. Right. But if you watched the game, you would have saw, like, his receivers were all dropping passes. And that's why I've never under... Now we're going down a little rabbit hole here, but I'm going to go down it because I think that the listeners will enjoy right. it. And that is, everybody knows I'm a big baseball guy. When you're a pitcher in baseball and you throw a ball, guy hits the ball and your shortstop fumbles it and it's an error, it doesn't count. If that guy scores, now I know baseball is a little different. If that runner scores, it doesn't count against your earned run average. So it doesn't, it doesn't hurt your quote unquote stats. You're, you're not statistically blamed for it. Okay. The, the, the player in the field is, which is accurate. So what you just brought up, that's why the NFL, and I don't, I, for the life of me, I got to get somebody to figure, tell me about it. I don't know why the NFL doesn't do that. Because if I throw a ball and it's right in your hands, Mo, and, and it goes right through your hands because of your 
lack of grip or whatever the hell your problem is, and somebody intercepts the ball, why is that an interception against the, the quarterback? It should be counted differently. I just don't get it. I agree, and I think eventually you'll start to see that as analytics advances. I, I'm not again. Oh, I'm not an point. analytics. I'm not an analytics nerd, but I can see the advances coming because we already start to see that with Pro Football Focus with sacks. So if you have a Pro Football Focus account, anyone who has a Pro Football Focus account, you'll see that not all sacks count against offensive linemen. Sometimes you'll see a quarterback is charged with the sack because he yes. held the ball too long. Right. And that's the same. It's the same thing with an interception in the reverse, where it's not always the throwers' fault. Sometimes it's the receiver's fault. So just like in sacks, it's not always the offensive lineman's fault. Sometimes it's the quarterback's fault. Good point. Maybe I'll call the guys over at PFF. I know they're a polarizing, and look, there's stats from everywhere. Some people trust stats from one organization, not from another. Whatever. But but a good, interesting conversation. All right. There you go. Make sure you follow Mo again on X.com. Mo Moton. M O E M O T O N. Also, I will have uh, I have my Jimmy Garoppolo piece. If you missed it yesterday, go check that out up on sportsnot.com. I also have uh, the post-game reaction to the Raiders game this week. And, um, of course, we will have another live show after the game and then our normal slew of shows, including our mailbag show, which, by the way, was fun yesterday with all the voicemails. It's good to hear from your, your voices and got some more messages today already. I would say... You can send your, you can leave your voicemail, your email anytime, but I would say yeah. after the game would be great. I would love to hear maybe this week, not so much, but I would love to hear some of those uh, after the game because we have until Wednesday. So as long as you get your call to us by late Tuesday, you'll, you'll make the show. So make sure you uh, do that. So we appreciate it and have fun with that. All right, Mo, I will talk to you again uh, on uh, Tuesday. 2016, take it to the bank. There you go. Mostradamus speaks. For our producer, Mike Robier from Odyssey, I am uh, Scott Branson, and we will talk to you guys after the game on Sunday. Enjoy the rest of your week, and have a great weekend. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.